You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, July 15th. And we come off mercifully a night without Phillies baseball. This week has been so frustrating to watch this team play. Obviously, they've lost four straight games, including the last one being the weakest, most lifeless effort we've seen from the team in some time. Uh, it was actually relaxing last night. I didn't have to worry. Things actually went the Phillies' way, too. The Cardinals lose, the Giants lose. Good things. <laughs> but it was just nice to uh, nice to not worry, and and that is a strange feeling because they've been playing so well that I've I've looked forward to games for the vast majority of the last month and a half. But last night, I took the night off in stride. Let's say I had no problem taking a break from Phillies baseball, and you know I, I didn't love. Rob Thompson's message, uh, you know, to the team or to the reporters that it was to the team after the the eight two loss in Toronto, the whole ah, uh, just need some rest. Guys got to rest and recharge and whatever. And it's like, dude, come on, man. And you got the All Star break coming up. There's no bigger rest recharge than that. But I will say, as uh, someone who you know does feel rested and recharged after not having to watch the Phillies play last night. Maybe there's some wisdom to that, that for the players themselves, maybe a little rest and recharge helped. I know it certainly helped me. And look, just a massive series in Miami. Not like that hasn't been a thing of the last five years. And you know, I just, uh, it's so bad. You know, you need them to win this series. They, they got to win. Then they got Alcantara tonight. It's not ideal. We got to win the series. You got to find a way to exercise these demons. And it is the kind of series with, you know, as, as silly as it is going to Miami, um, where it is a, a real put up or shut up kind of series for this Phillies team in the sense that, you know, if, if they're a different team this year, they need to go into Miami and win this series. You know, they can't have these same issues in Miami over and over and over again. We remember they've, they've been there once this year. They lost two at three. Kyle Gibson on the hill tonight. He was horrible in his one start in Miami. So, um, you know, they need this. They need this. And it's they're shorthanded. And it's tough. And they're going through a bit of a, a sputtering of a week, so to speak. You know, and uh, they need to figure it out. They need to win this series. You gotta find a way to take through a three, two or three. You can't go into the All Star break on this massive slide. You need to right the ship a little bit. You again, you get help. You're still right there in it. This this race is wide open. 
We'll get to in a minute, but what I talked about yesterday, I still feel is true. Now is the time to go add Dave Dombrowski. Dave will be talking to you in a minute, but I, you know, I do think that um, is a massive series, a super important series. It really is. You know, the Marlins have been such a pest for this Phillies team the last few years, and really, you know, the the record against the Marlins, you could say, you know, we we you could say a million things about why they have made the playoffs the last few years, but you know, one of the things you can point to directly and say is if they won game more games against the Marlins, they might have made the playoffs. <laughs> you know, it's kind of simple in that way. If they had just beaten the Marlins more, they might have made the playoffs one of those years. You know, they were, they were close, kind of close, in it at least multiple years. Now the September collapses didn't help, but the September collapses also seemed to happen quite a bit against the Marlins, didn't they? So, um Big series, really, really, really important series for this team, for this fan base, for the vibe around the team, for how we all feel about the team. Um, it's a really important series. We'll get into the series again in a bit. We'll, we'll look back to it, but let's get to Dombrowski, as I think. Today's a day to talk to Dave. David, sir, very happy to have you here. The job that you have done with the front office and rebuilding it and reconstituting it has been fantastic. I am a big fan of the moves you've made, Preston Mattingly. Thank you for bringing that guy here. Ani, thank you for bringing that guy here. Brian Barber, thanks for keeping that guy here. You know, I, I, I like what you're doing. I think you're setting up behind the scenes what a winning ball club looks like it, and I, I think that's an, a super important thing. Having said that, I need you to earn your money now. Now it's time for you to earn your money on the field. And... Honestly, you know, more hit misses than hits on the field for Dombrowski. Now, last offseason, you know, his first year, you can kind of give him a bit of a, a pass in the sense that he kind of came in, um, in you know, late in the offseason comparatively and had a lot to deal with and whatever. And then this past offseason, they had the strike. So he's had two weird offseasons. But look, last offseason, Matt Moore, Chase Anderson misses, like big misses there. The bullpen moves that he's made have been misses for the most part. Um, this year, bringing in Familia, so far a massive miss. Um, one for two on the big free agent signing. Schwarber's been a big hit. Castellanos has been an equally big miss so far. Um the Kyle Gibson trade was, I think, a nice trade. You know, I think Spencer Howard is not going to be a successful Major League Baseball player. So, in my mind, you won the trade. You, whatever you get from Kyle Gibson is a bonus compared to what the nothing that Spencer Howard will be. And look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And, and we'll go back and say, oh, maybe it wasn't a good trade. But for right now, that's the way I feel about it. So, a good trade, but not a, a game changer. Not something that's changing the, the course of your franchise's season or anything like that. Or multiple seasons. Um, you know, given Didi that contract, given JT that contract, you know, there have been, and granted, you know, there, there's other decision makers in that. John Middleton's involved in that and all that. and um, But they've been pretty big misses. Pretty big misses there. You know, and you look around the diamond and you, know, you wonder where has Dave really made this team better on the field right now. You know, Knable, I think, is figuring it out. I like Corey Knable. I'm happy he's here. Um but, you know, for the most part, really, it's been been more misses than hits. And um, this is it. This is the time when Dave Dombrowski shows why Dave Dombrowski is Dave Dombrowski. I mean, he is has a reputation 
for being a guy who can come in and wheel and deal, make moves to put a club over the top, to put a club into the race, to you know change the fortunes of a franchise, as we just said. You know that's been Dombrowski's mo. That's what he's been great at, and we have not seen that yet here in Philadelphia. And I'm I'm really excited to see how he goes about this. I'm really excited to see. You know, how quickly he adds. I think he needs to add right now, like the all-star break. Don't putz around. You know, there's no reason to wait. You, you, this team is is starting to flounder a little bit. The, the injuries are starting to catch up with this team. We're seeing it this week. Don't let this team fall out of it, Dave. Don't make the mistake you made earlier in the year waiting too long to fire Girardi. We talked about this yesterday, but think about it. Seriously. We all were calling for Girardi's firing two weeks into the season. You know, many of us didn't even want him to be back for the season, but we were calling for it, yelling from the top of our lungs, this guy's got to go. This guy is hurting this team's chances to win. And they waited too long. And look how much better they've been since they got rid of that guy. What a difference Joe Girardi not being here has made for this team. Think about it. It has been massive. And they waited too long. If they had done that three weeks earlier, who knows where this team is at? Who knows if they're four games up in a playoff spot? We don't know. They've been much better without the dude, that's for sure. Don't make the same mistake now, Dave. There's still a good amount of baseball games before the trade deadline. Why not add to this team and make them better for those games? Why wouldn't you try and give yourself every advantage to try and win every baseball game that you can? Right? I mean, that makes logical, coherent sense. They still have 10 games after the All-Star break before the trade deadline. So that means, including this weekend's game, there are still 13 baseball games. 13. Prior to the trade down. That's almost 10% of the season. You know, it's not quite. 16 would be. 16.1 or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> not, not point one, but somewhere in that range. You know? I mean, 13 games is a meaningful amount of games when we're talking about a team that's either going to make or miss the playoffs by a game 2-3. Like, that's a a big chunk of games that matter. Why not add now? And look, I get it. You need to have someone who's willing to make trades. You know, there is the chance that the teams that you want to trade with, whether it be the Royals or the Reds or the Pirates or whatever, that that those teams want to wait it out to the deadline and get best offers and pit people against each other and all that. And, and then you can't do anything about it. It is what it is. You know, I get it. But he should be... Move in heaven and earth to try and get something done now. I mean, we talk so much about the Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler thing from last year for the Braves. Like, they traded for Jock Peterson a couple weeks before the deadline. They brought those guys in when they needed them. They didn't wait for some arbitrary deadline to say, all right, we got to do it now. Why wait? Why? Either you're going to add to this team or you're not. I think they absolutely have to. I know there's a portion of the Phillies fan base out there that says, this team's not good enough, don't add. And that's fine. That's a fair take to have. I disagree. 
especially considering the stakes of the season, where we're at, the luck over the tax, the whole thing, the group of guys that they have on this team that they're committed to for years to come. This core needs to make the playoffs. They need to. It's a pivotal year for them. I mean, we're about to be 11 years in. The Mariners, by the way, have won 11 straight. They're in a playoff spot right now. So as of, if the season ended today, the Mariners streak would end and the Phillies wouldn't. Now, the Mariners, uh, you know, obviously a long way to go. But um, if the season ended today, the Phillies would, would officially be the longest playoff drought. So nerve-wracking. Um, but, you know, it's time. It's just time. You've got too much invested in this group at the major league level. You've got a window of a few years here with this group. You have to maximize it. You have to capitalize it. The guys in the minors are far away from the majors as it is. got to restock that one way or the other. I get it. But this team needs help. They've shown that they can win baseball games, that there's a different vibe around the club, that there's a reason to believe in this club this year. Bryce Harper's return looms. Gene Segura's return looms. Ranger Suarez, Zach Eflin will be back. They have to add now. And look, what to add has gotten more complicated. I had been really staunch in my belief that adding a starting pitcher was the most important thing for this team. And I still think that in the long run, it's the most important thing. I still think that if we're looking at how can this team actually make a real run and you know get to the playoffs and have a chance, it would be by adding a, a Luis Castillo or Frankie Montas or whatever, you know, a legit dude who's going to cost you stuff, but you'll have past this season um, a legit, legit guy. I mean, that's the best thing they can do, but... You know, it's hard to watch them play over the last two weeks. You know, you hear the stats. I mentioned the one yesterday. The Phillies have scored three runs or less in nine of the 16 games since Bryce Harper went down. I mean, that's you're not going to win baseball games like that. So um, the way they've kind of floundered offensively, you know, if Schwarber and Hoskins aren't hitting, it's basically over. <laughs> I mean, Bryce and Stott hitting fifth and deserving to the other night. Cassianos, you can't move out of three-hole because you got no one else to put there because he's been such a train wreck that you can't even give him a break. I'm coming around to they might need that a bat, first and foremost. You know, I still think starting pitcher is super important, and I still think that you can gain a real edge having Wheeler, Nola, and pitcher X at the top of your rotation. And look, they need bullpen help too. Don't get me wrong. Now, I think the bullpen is shockingly, I'll bet for most people, kind of moved its way to the back of that list. I think that you know the, the Penn's recent surge has been better, and I still think you look to add there, but I think some of the the high-level freakouts that many people were having about needing to add a bullpen arm is, is maybe subsided a bit. But they definitely need a bullpen arm if we're, if we're being real. You know, in a, in a perfect world, they, they need another arm for sure, but... Um, I think it's been outpaced by the starting pitcher and the offensive need. And again, I get it. Like this team hasn't been hitting enough. They really do need another bat. I mean, when you roll out that bottom of the lineup with Stott and Veerling and Didi and Stubbs the other night, and you know, it's just it's tough. It's tough to gyro Munoz and Odubel, and you know, it's bad. It's bad. There's not guys you can count on. We've gotten some big hits from those guys over the course of the season. You know, Stott's had some big home runs. Didi's had some big hits. Veerling's had some big hits. And I love that. 
But when they're being relied to bat fifth and sixth in the lineup, I mean, that's when you get into a lot of trouble. And that's when you, you your your team is not going to score enough runs to be competitive. And this is a team that has to score runs to be competitive. So I've I've kind of migrated over, you know, go get an Andrew Benatende or go. And now Benatende is a rental, which makes me a little nervous. I'm more looking for someone I can hang on to who can be here for some time, can be a part of this moving forward. But, you know, whatever you got to do at this point. I mean, this team needs help offensively. They desperately need it. They really do. They really need help offensively. So I'm I'm torn. I need a starting pitcher. I need some help offensively. I, But I definitely am not torn about adding. I'm not torn about saying, all right, let's help this group. Let's help these guys. And, and look, like we've talked about so many times, you know, yes, I want them to make a substantial move. I want them to really add to this team. But... You know, the Braves won the World Series with the under-the-radar moves last year. All three of those, again, Soler, Rosario, Jack, Trin- Jack Peterson. It's like the, the opposite of the Holy Trinity, the, the break-our-heart as Phillies fans, Trinity. But those three guys are amazing, amazing for the Braves. The Braves literally do not win the World Series without those three dudes, and those three dudes were all acquired at the deadline or prior to the deadline. And they did not give up anything for the three, you know, compared you know, the, the to- total sum for the three was like nothing, nothing. And these guys were pivotal, pivotal, crucial, crucial pieces of the Braves winning the world series. So just don't underrate what can be done here and what kind of an impact it can have on the Philly season. And that's why Dave Dombrowski's here. He was brought in for right now. This is where his reputation lies. This is what he's supposed to be exceptional at. Now's the time for Dabrowski to go out and be exceptional. Now's the time for Dabrowski to go out and earn his money. To show why he's a multiple, you know, a World Series winning GM, a a GM that's taken other teams to the World Series, multiple time winning World Series GM. Like, this is it. This is your your moment to shine. And we talk so much about these, these... Things we can look back on and say, oh, the, the the Toronto series, going up there with just no life and with, with players missing and, and, you know, those games. Oh, we're going to look back. Those two losses, if they miss the playoffs by two games. Yep, we're going to look back. We will look back if they miss the playoffs and they don't perform up to expectations the next 13 games. We're going to look back and say Dave waited too long. Dave waited too long to make a move. It's another one of those, and it's right there in front of them. Need Dombrowski to come through for this team. It's time. It's time. And they really desperately need help. They need to add. And and for the guys in the locker room, the guys who fought, the guys who kept together, like a Kyle Schwarber, you know, commit to that guy. Commit to this team. Harper, you know, working his butt off to come back. And we all know Harper's going to be back before he's supposed to be because that's just Bryce Harper. The guy's just going to be a maniac and you need to heal quick, obviously, but... I just I believe he's going to be back on the on the earlier end of the window. I just do. And if that guy works his ass off to get back, are you just going to tell him, "Eh, we didn't add. Sorry, we fell out of it by the time he got back, Bryce. Our bad." No, you can't do that. Got to commit to this team, and it's time for Dave Dombrowski to commit. All right, massive series coming up this weekend. Before we head into the All Star game, we'll mention the All Star game in a sec, but um. Just such a big series as you go into Miami and uh, heading into the All-Star break. Just such a desperate need to win games here as the Phillies. Friday, 6.40 game. Saturday, 4.10. Sunday, a 1.40 game. Tonight, Kyle Gibson against Sandy Alcantara. About as tough a matchup as you're going to find for the Phillies. One of the best pitchers in baseball. 
Sandy Alcantara has been one of the best. He has been amazing. Um, tomorrow, we're not sure who's going for the Phils, but they'll be going against Trevor Rogers. Rogers, a really good left-handed pitcher. Now, to be fair, the Phillies have handled him pretty well um, in the past at times, but he's also had some good ones against the Phils. Um, likely a bullpen game or a bring up Bailey Falter game or whatever. So, you know, not ideal. And then Sunday, Aaron Nola against Castano. Castano's pitched pretty well for them, but, you know, obviously you feel you should feel good with Aaron Nola going up against Castano. I mean, right? You know, Nola coming off a rough outing, but need Nola heading into the break here. Like, Aaron, bro, let's go. Um, come out of the break uh, next weekend, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Cubbies, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, a Sunday, 12.05 or next Sunday on Peacock. That'll be fun. And then uh, back, right back at it with the Braves Monday at the 25th, three against the Braves and four against the Pirates. So um, a nice 10-game stretch. And that leads us up to the all-star break, the Philly, or the trade deadline. Excuse me. The Phillies are off the first, and the second is the deadline. So they will have an off day right before it, then a two-game series against Atlanta, then Washington. So you know, it gets real quickly here, and, and you got some winnable games. I mean, I see a lot of Reds, a lot of Pirates, a lot of Diamondbacks and Miami and Washington and Cubs. You know, it's a lot of winnable series in the second half of the schedule. As we've talked about many times, this is the time for the Phillies to handle business. Got to find a way to beat the teams you're supposed to. The Phillies go into play tonight a half a game out of a uh, playoff spot, as with St. Louis losing last night and the Giants losing last night. The Phillies gain a half game on each of the Cardinals. At 48 and 44 in that last wild card spot, the Phillies 46 and 43, a half game back. And then the San Francisco Giants, a half game back of the Phillies at 45 and 43. Now the Marlins are 43 and 45. The Marlins, two and a half back of the Phillies. So if the Marlins sweep the Phillies this weekend, oh lordy, the Marlins are ahead of the Phillies by a half game. So if the stakes weren't high enough, the Marlins are right there in it. And that's less than ideal. But the Phillies only a half game out of a playoff spot. Heading into the playoffs, uh, heading into the All Star break this weekend, the uh, the Cardinals this weekend will be playing the Cincinnati Reds, and the San Francisco Giants will be playing the Milwaukee Brewers. So a tough road to hoe for the Giants this weekend, less so for the Cardinals, which you know only amps up the stakes for the Phillies, and that you know, the team you're right directly related, uh, you know, competing against is playing the Reds. So you know you got to handle the Marlins, and especially Marlins teams. It's creeping on you again. They're only two and a half back. The Marlins are only two and a half back of the Phillies. Like, hey, right there, right there with you. So it is a massive, massive series. All right, quickly before we get out of here, uh, All Star break coming up this weekend. Um, don't care too much about the All Star game. I used to, uh, like we all did. Used to love it. Used to love the. I, I used to get so freaking excited for the All Star game. It mattered when I was young. Ah, did it matter? And then it counted, and it mattered less, shockingly. And uh, and now it's just it's it's become you know a shell of what it used to be. But I'll watch, I will watch, and I'll hope that Kyle Schwarber gets in, hits a bomb, wins the MVP of it, because that's just how we do things and what I care about. Um, but having said that, and I mentioned this yesterday, but I think we can all agree the All Star Game a um, uh, really just an after show for the Home Run Derby the night before, so that Kyle Schwarber can hopefully beat Pete Alonzo. There's nothing more important happening. I'm not saying I'd be okay with getting swept by the Marlins if it means Schwarber beats Alonzo, but I'm saying I would consider that I might be okay with getting swept by the Marlins. That's how important this is. Now, not quite true, but it is important, and we got to beat Pete Alonzo. Schwarber's need you, pal. 
need you in a big way. Time to take down this loser home run derby champ. Loser. Beat him. I need it. I need it, Kyle. Please do it for me. Me alone and no one else. And also for you and the money and everyone else. All of us. Do it for all the anti-Pete Alonzo people out there. Because guess what? We are many and we are strong, Kyle. And we will have your back. All right. And then, you know, win the All-Star Game MVP to the boot. Why not? All right. Um... So big weekend against the Marlins. Let's hope the Phillies handle it. I will actually be off next week. Vacation for this guy. Not doing anything. Just off. But um, I will not be doing shows, but I'll be back the following week. So only, uh, I'll only miss the Marlins series, and then I'll be back to recap the Cubs series. The Marlins series is the only series of real baseball that we'll miss on the show. But um, I hate not talking to you guys for a week. It uh, It's something that i enjoy every day so i'll miss you guys and um i appreciate everyone who listens i know i i don't say enough but but anyone who's a crazy enough phillies fan like me to sit here and listen to me talk about the phillies 24 to 25 minutes a day you are you are my kind of person (laughs) you are you are the people i care about in this world so thank you it means a lot i i can't tell you from the bottom of my heart and uh Let's hope the Phillies don't make a sad Miami. Let's hope Kyle Schwarber beats Pete Alonzo. Let's hope he wins the All-Star Game MVP. We'll be back next Monday to react to a Cubs series and and maybe some trades. Go make a move, Dave. Um, Good things coming up. It'll it'll be fun. I'm excited, and I can't wait to talk to everyone after my week off. So until then, everyone, have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the All-Star Game. Enjoy the Marlins series, please. Enjoy baseball after that, and we'll be back to talk about it all next week or week after next. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 